Hello, it's 11, Ellen Robinson, 11 Live. And um, I want to go back to, or yeah, go back to my, the last podcast, which I can't remember the name, but the one before this, um, where I was talking about the one, two, and three energy and the like juicy time we're in right now. Um, and just to kind of say again, the one is the seed that is planted. The two energy is then the nourishment that loves that seed into expression, which is the three, the blooming of the seed expression. We can also think about that as our very own life force. My life force, your life force is the one energy, the life force of you, your, en- your energy flowing as you, life force. And then the two energy is the nurturing um, of your own self that is loving that life force, um, nourishing that life force, holding that life force, cultivating that life force. And then the three energy is the expression of you, uh, your, of your being, of your, of your life force the expression of your life force in the physical world. The thing as humans that we do, and this is all divine, it's all part of it, we don't, we repress our life force. Um, You know, there's holds on it. And we can go, I'm not going to go into all the reasons why we do that, but we do that. And so what comes through is not our purest expression, by, and that and our purest expression is the truth, the truth of, of our self, who we are. Okay, and so I want to talk about this in relation to um, the three energy and the three energy being the number that um, is most closely associated with like mental health. Um, and I did get permission from my daughter to share her, you know, what she's been experiencing, of course, through my words. Um, and she did not want me to use her name, but she said if it popped out that that was okay, cause it might, but, um, so my daughter two years ago, um, she was, had been asking to find out what is wrong. Something is wrong with me. I just, I don't know what it is. And so two years ago, she had a psychological evaluation. And from that evaluation, it was determined that she had depression, anxiety, OCD, and a nonverbal learning disorder, NVLD, as I'm been learned. I'm learning that that's what that's called. And that is, if you don't know, this is how I describe it. If, well, and that's also with math. Math can be very difficult for her. Like in her brain, like how to do math. Like, okay. But nonverbal learning disorder is when, like for her, it shows up when she has a, a block of text in front of her and she's reading it. It's very difficult for her to process and understand it. So it helps her to have it like read to her or to have, you know, audio of it. And that helps her process it. Um, okay. 
so that was that. And then just recently, um, she, she had been saying even two years ago that she felt like she had ADHD, but that did not come through in the report. And then she really has not stopped talking about it for the last two years. And we, I deter, you know, we, we determined that, okay, let's get a second evaluation. Some, you know, I reached out to the person we used before. She was amazed. You know, she's awesome. The psychologist and, you know, things can evolve, especially when you, um, start looking at, um, what's really happening. And then other part, like once that, like maybe you have supports for that, those things like depression, anxiety, let's say, then what happens is maybe the true, like the (laughs) more starts to come out, like there's more expression. This is what I'm saying that, that all this is our expression. All this is her expression. And it's not a defect. It has to be allowed to express and yes, we, we could say it's part of the kind of what I've talked about, the spectrum and the extremes, like the each end. On one end, if we're talking about mental illness, we're repressing, repressing, repressing. On the other end, we're really like, bleh, like feeling all that, you know, stuff that's going on with us, okay? Like on one end, it's depression. On the other end, it's, it's anxiety. Um. So we did a second, she did a second evaluation. And from that evaluation, it did determine that in addition to those other things, which still were true, she also had ADHD, has ADHD and level one autism. So here we have, and it's, this is not a podcast about like, oh, this, these are things she has and like what to do. No, it's not what to do about it. It's not. It's not that that's a bad thing. It's not that it's a good thing. It's, it is the acknowledgement, which PS, by the way, is the three energy when we acknowledge our own expression, but it is the acknowledgement of my daughter's expression, how she's uniquely wired. It doesn't mean she won't evolve and grow because moment to moment we get to evolve and grow and change. And I, and, but it's also, receiving who she is in the moment, receiving that. And the only reason I can do that and receiving is the two energy because we have our life force, which is flowing, right? We then get to receive it. That is the two energy. Love it, hold it, cultivate it, nurture it. And then we get to express that, the three energy. And so if I am in my receipt of my own my own life force and my own then expression of who I am in the world, the acknowledgement of who Ellen is in the world, then I, I don't, I don't, I really don't even need to say a word to her. I can, and I will, and I do, but I don't have to because it is enough to simply be in the acknowledgement of my own expression, um, to then be in the acknowledgement of her expression and that then is the grounding space for her to acknowledge her own expression. But that is part of what she is working through and what I see now. And um, yesterday we had her, she had her first appointment with her new psychiatrist. 
to, because she's getting her medicine adjusted to accommodate the ADHD. And, um, I asked her the night before, cause I could sense in her and the way she was being in the world. I said, are you anxious about tomorrow? She said, yes. And, um, I really sensed and felt that it, there was, this was a huge moment for her because she is, I mean, going back to numerology, she's in a nine year and, and she'll go into her one year on September 30th. And so, um, our, our, our nine year is a year when we're releasing, when we're letting go, when we're, when things are ending in culmination and it's completion energy. And, um, you know, she's been in this depression, anxiety, OCD, uh, world for some time, just because she didn't have the, evalu- the, um, diagnosis, she was experiencing these, uh, energies that are her, um, you know, starting in elementary school. And so we become, even when things are not uh, maybe comfortable or we are not loving our life, and actually, as she has said to me, I feel like shit all the time. Um, Even when we're experiencing that, it becomes comfortable, right? And so I sense for her that there's a big shift as she's releasing what she's been in these last, you know, however many years, six to 10 years and opening to what's coming. And I feel that. And I know that this new psychiatrist is a big part of that and these new medicines. Um, And I will tell you that early on, like maybe three, I don't even know. I'm not going to put a time on it, but I was not pro-medicine. And it's not that I'm pro-medicine, but I'm not pro-con anything. It's what is going to provide the support for this person, this person at this moment we're talking about is my daughter that assist. And then in the next moment, which could be literally the next moment, it could be the next moment, which is tomorrow. It could be the next moment, which is six months or a year or five years from now, there might be no medicine. There might be more medicine. There might be other things, but the blockages that, you know, we all have until we don't are those things that, and I, you know, me saying no to medicine, I didn't even, I didn't understand that that was a blockage. And so just being open and allowing whatever needs to come in to assist the person, in this case, my daughter, but you, me, in the world to support our truest expression in the moment. Okay. So we, she was anxious. We, she, we, she has the meeting, we're in the parking lot afterwards, and she's like, I can just feel this releasing of her, which is, I can feel her fear around that, because that is the truth, is that when, we, when we've been in a certain identity and way of being for so long, and then it comes time to move through that and release it, it's scary. And so I didn't say all that to her, I just was with her, and like, one of the things that helps her is when I press on her chest, kind of like where her heart is really hard. And so we did that in the parking lot. And then we get in the car and we're driving and we're going home. And I just asked her, um, so did you guys talk about anything other than your history? Like, she's like, well, we did. And then she described a few things. And one of those things was, she's like, I told them about the school thing. And what she means by that is when she moved from first to second grade, 
and I've talked about this before, she moved from regular classes to high ability classes at the uh, suggestion of her first grade teacher. Well, unbeknownst to, to us, this caused great anxiety, which then also caused depression and this perfectionism. And the, the doctor said, in combination with this other thing, which I'm not going to share here, um, oh, so it sounds like abandonment issues. And this just struck me like so deeply. I, I like was like, you know, crying, but not like weeping, but I felt the tears coming. And I just said, I never thought of that that way, that you moving from regular class to high ability and your parents were basically doing this in conjunction with the school that that would feel abandoning to you. Like we were not there for you. And I said, I am so sorry. And I'm crying, like I'm crying. I'm not, but it's just my true expression in the moment. And um, she just puts her arm around me and she's like, it's all right. And you know, she's 18 and a half now. And I just said, I, I just, I'm so sorry. We, we did not know. We did not know. And the beauty of this is that as parents, we don't know because these, um, these beautiful wirings of our own energy system, we are, we are wired to have, to experience these generational traumas, in this case, abandonment, because that is one of, that is my major core wound. And I would dare say my husband's, although, yeah, um, and, and, and then, and so on and so on, like in the, I guess I should say, and so backwards and so backwards and so backwards, meaning like my mom, my dad, Tim's parents, you know, and it goes on, Tim being my husband. So in that moment, I could feel the generational uh, trauma breaking and lifting, including for my daughter. And, um, and so this is not about this story and it's not, not about this story, but what I want to express is that everything is so beautiful and divine. And these things that we think are unmanageable or, you know, this does not match up with the picture of what I thought, um, are, you know, we're wired to have these experiences to go through these extremes and everybody's different. Um, but is, it is in the extremes that we are balancing into our most pure expression. Um, and so for my daughter, for her, for you, for you, for me, for me. And that mental health, it's not that when we're mentally not whole, like when we're having depression, anxiety, it's not that that's not... It's not a defect. It is a beautiful expression in the moment. I know it doesn't maybe feel beautiful in the moment of what needs to be expressed. And that when we shut that shit down, we're actually doing more damage. We're do, we're, 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 because we're repressing, right? Because we think in our, in our human conditioning that that's, oh, that's toxic. I can't let that out. I have a friend who said to me a couple of years ago, I've just been having, like, I don't like this person I've been. I've been feeling so, I'm like yelling and complaining. And, and it's all this three beautiful three energy that's coming out in a way that she didn't like. And I said, that's a part of you. She's like, well, if that's me, I don't want it. And I didn't have the words that I have now, but it's like when we can allow 
And the allow energy is the two energy, the beautiful receiving energy, um, our life force to express as it needs to in the moment. We are allowing our beautiful unfurling, our beautiful unfolding into the beautiful flower or expression that we are. But we've got to allow the things that our human doesn't want to allow. And I've clearly, I've, I have learned and experienced so much through this, this experience with my daughter. And the first and foremost, like first and foremost is just the importance of allowing where she is. And, and I mean, she's talked about this ADHD thing for two years. And then because of yesterday's like releasing and then receiving kind of new life energy in that moment, I was able to really then say to her too about the ADHD, because I know that has felt abandoning to her that we didn't understand. And I didn't understand. I didn't see it. And I, I just happened to be reading this pamphlet in the psychiatrist's office while she was in their meeting. And when it was my turn to come in, like the last 10 minutes, he's like, well, what do you see among all these things as the most pressing? Because he was really trying to get clarity on what, which medicine do we switch first? Because that's a delicate process. Because you can't just rip someone off the medicine they're on and put, replace it with something. And I said, the ADHD. And Marin had, or Marin, see, I, my daughter had said anxiety, or anxiety was her. And of course it should be what she thinks, but... Um, and I just later in the car, I said, I, again, I'm so sorry. I, I know you've been talking about this for over two years and I just didn't understand. And I see now. And so, but the, the reason I can do that is because I'm in full receipt of my own life force. And I'm in being in full reception of my life force is how I nourish myself moment to moment, every day, day in, day out. And then how, then the fact that's how I can express who I am truly. And in my expression, that's the acknowledgement of my own self, my own life force. I can do that for her. And we have these ideas, and I did too, about what being a mother is and what that means and what we should say and what we shouldn't say and what we should do, and what we shouldn't do. And those ideas are perfect until they're not, until we see that they're blockages to full reception of self and then full receiving of our kids and our spouses and our friends and our family and every single human that we come into contact with. And when we can be in the full receiving of our own self, that that is the love energy and that, that we inherently then love every human, which is a painting I did and it has sold and I'm so happy about that. But that is what I'm talking about here. And to, you know, if you are a parent that you know, just to invite you to become conscious of when you are in your own blockages about your child or yourself. You're not letting your own self like weep, cry, you know, grieve, 
be bitter. This morning I've woke up, I was so agitated and I have not been agitated. Like it's been a long time. Like everything was bugging me. And I was like, well, and just to fully allow that in the, you know, in, in the 10 minutes to fully allow it. I'm telling you, if I hadn't, I wouldn't be able to sit here and speak into this, um, you know, podcast today because the, I would have repressed that. And then those blockages would, that would still be in me. So I thank you. It's been a pleasure sharing about my daughter and her journey. Um, but mostly like I wanted to share that with you to however it aligns and resonates with you today in you allowing your own life force to flow. And then when we, when you can do that, when we do that, how then that is your expression, the acknowledgement of you in the world and how that is the truth of you and how it touches everyone um, in the best way. I love you.